Greetings and welcome to the Product Cast, also known as the Prodcast. This is your window into the UK's thriving gift industry, covering everything from product design to sales, retail and beyond. The Prodcast is brought to you by Gift of the Year and it's supported by the Giftware Association. I'm your host, Alex Ryan. I'm a marketing consultant and each week I will be interviewing an expert from our lovely, hardworking community. And this week, I'm very excited to welcome from Puckator in-house designer Lauren Billingham. Hello, Lauren. Hello. Oh, that was a, that was a bit of a hello, Lauren. <laughs> bit of sing song, really. How are you doing? Are you okay? Um, I mean, as okay as uh, can be expected in this current climate. But yes. <laughs> yeah, you're you're tier two, right? Uh, no, we, well, we just got the announcement today that it, we are going into tier three on Saturday morning. Oh, going up in the world. Good. Yeah, so exciting. <laughs> oh, dear. Where, whereabouts are you based? At Sheffield. Sheffield. Oh, okay. Because the Puckett head office is um, uh, yes. Cornwall, right? Yeah, so uh, our main office is down there, but all the designers are up north. Wow, that's a that's a distance. How do you guys? Uh, so you, you're used to working from home, I guess. Are you? Is, is that? No, no. We have uh, an office. We have a design office up up north with the showroom. Wow. Um, which is it's quite new, actually. I think in the we've got that premises in the last two years. Ah, okay. But um, we used to be an office of about uh, two if, when I started, and now right. we have. 12 people in our Sheffield office. Oh, wow. wow. The, Big... the import and export sales team are with us as well in the in Sheffield. Well, Lauren, I'm not sure if you're aware, but we like to do a thing right at the beginning of the podcast, which I've um, quite poorly named. It's, it's my worst pun to date. Uh, I've <laughs> named it Quick Pro Go, um, which is where I basically give you 30 seconds to introduce yourself um, from, a, from a you perspective. You know, you can kind of cover career and that kind of stuff. And then I'll cover... Puckator. I'll see you can see how much I've learned from my research about Puckator um <laughs> and, and how much I can get into 30 seconds. Does that sound okay? You up for the challenge? Yes. Good, good. That's the correct answer. <laughs> okay, are you ready? This is Lauren Billingham. Quick pro go. Three, two, one. Okay, so uh I'm from Sheffield, um, so I still live here, um, born and bred. I am just always very giddy and enthusiastic about art and gifts and any kind of little tiny trinkets. So I do find that this is the perfect job for me, really. Um, I love to travel a lot and go, always going to new places, seeing new things. That was great. Uh, you were very calm and collected there, describing those things. I like that you got the uh, the, the all important mention of how much you like and appreciate working at Puckettery. That's good. <laughs> it's very good indeed. Okay, cool. Well, I'm going to do the same, and I'm going to give myself thirty seconds to try and tell our lovely listeners about Puckettery. That is the right pronunciation, yes, right? Yes. Well done. Yeah. yeah I, it's very often not heard correctly on the first go. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I I guess I look at it and I think Puckettery, but I don't know why I think that. My so. dad still thinks that I work for a company called Bookator, which I'm like, Dad, <laughs> I don't work for a travel agent. So. Wow. Oh, great. Good stuff. Okay, well, let, here we go. Let's let's see uh, what I can tell you about Puckator. Would you like to do me a three, two, one? Oh, yeah. Okay. Do it. Let's All right. It. Okay. Three, two, one. 
Okay, Puckator, founded in 1990, so congratulations on your 30th birthday, 2020. You started off all those years ago as an importer of crafty bits from around the world uh, and have grown over the time into a solution, a full solution, designer and manufacturer um, and, uh, and, and distributor of your products. Uh, you've got a head office in Cornwall. You've got a siloed office up in Sheffield where all the designers and sales team are. You've also got offices in China, Spain and Italy with over 50 staff. Your trade show stands are huge and purple and you won Gift of the Year this year with the relax. Oh. <laughs> Time's up. Oh, was that all right? That was perfect. Yeah, good, yeah. good, good. Is that all correct? I think, uh, I mean, obviously I didn't know about your, your Sheffield office till now. Is that still about right? Kind of uh, 50 staff on in, in Puckator? I think maybe it's a little higher now, but I always average it at around 60, so not really too far off. So how long have you been working at uh, Puckator? So it's a bit, uh, I never, I can never fully remember when I first (laughs) started, Um, but I've since around 2012. Oh, wow. Okay. That's good. Yeah, long long time. (laughs) And you came to Puckator straight out of education, is that right? Uh, Yes. Yeah. So that's why I can never really tell because uh, it was kind of like I started as a placement Right, so okay. just doing like one day a week um as well as like an just a retail job and <laughs> nothing then... to hang nothing to do with a hangover from college or, or <laughs> well yeah anything. a little bit I was like no I can't I can't possibly work <laughs> try and find a job right now a little post the university slum and what does um Puckator actually mean we were talking about the pronunciation earlier what does it mean so apparently it's Cornish for Pixie Hill which is a right. place down um in cornwall near where um the company was founded mm. that is okay. that's my understanding wow that is not in any way what i expected at all. <laughs> i don't think it ever it ever is but there is a reason for it then <laughs> yeah absolutely well i'm 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 going to work through all the businesses in our trade and try and figure out what all their names mean because there's a lot of strange names out there so uh yeah stay stay tuned for that and um, and i mentioned right at the end of my 30 second introduction there that you uh you won gift of the year in 2020 uh for it was hot novelty wasn't it yes. for yes yeah. for relaxies relaxies yes. Nice. Was that that's one of your products, right? Uh yes. Well, uh I mean I have to say it was a team development. <laughs> but um I have been very involved in the development, yes. Good. Um good. What is yeah, it? Yeah, it's so it's a little travel cushion that starts as like a small plush. They're kind of like a round plush. And then it's got like a little cute face on, and then you zip it open and it uh expands into a cushion with an eye mask across so then it just fastens on your head and it's so comfortable really (laughs) i was actually so shocked when we got the sample um i was like well i'm this is me every flight now (laughs) nice do you know what that's a if you can solve those kind of problems because i can never get comfy on a flight you know sitting up sleeping is not one of my fortes no me neither and i also like i have a really strong prejudice against travel pillows (laughs) <laughs> I probably shouldn't say that, but <laughs> yeah, I really, really hate neck pillows. Um, you know, like when you see people with them in an airport on like mm. on their bags and stuff, I just find them really offensive. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, this is like the perfect solution because it's so small and it doesn't look like a pillow and it just fits in your bag. Do you know what it is? I, I hate travel pillows for a different reason in that I've 
probably bought every every style out there and never found one that works <laughs> ever i don't know whether you'll be more or less prejudiced against my solution which is i just take a pillow from my vent <laughs> literally just tuck well, it now, between the, the handle of my luggage now you just need a relaxies because that is a pillow but folded down genius absolutely exactly. absolutely and um, they, they look very very colorful have you got kids and adult versions or so um we market them mainly towards kids but we found that they fit they fit all sizes unless you've got a massive head yeah then sorry yeah. they're not for you <laughs> <laughs> oh good stuff so your role tell us a bit about your your role so I've I introduced you as an in-house designer is that about accurate yeah so I am a designer product designer and developer but I kind of like dip my toe in the buy-in and side of things a little bit so I head out to China once a year with the buy-in team they have to go twice a year, but <laughs> I just uh, I just nip nip over once a year to like help source new products and things. Right. Okay. So your your product development and and uh, the, do you do the graphic design elements as well, or are you just pure product and you you push the graphic design to other other areas of the business? We all tend to work on our own products, and then we do the packaging for those. And then now we have a new new in-house designer this year who's doing all the graphic design elements the brochures and the web web banners and things fantastic that's brilliant so having come straight from college into kind of this dream role um what what kind of um tips or or advice could you kind of give to someone that maybe wanted to walk in your shoes one day and wanted to go down this product development graphic design route i would say don't turn your nose up when you first start you probably won't be doing the job that you want and it might not even look like the job you want so when i first started i was um just doing the packaging for lots of products that were bought off the shelf and a lot of it was like a uh, fantasy products so like little fairies in bags but you if you stick at something then your job is what you make of it so if you put stuff into your job you're going to get stuff out Mm. so that's how you need to look at things rather than the perfect job falling in your lap yeah I think that's that's great advice you know those entry-level roles like you said they're so often not the dream job especially when you've been adding having quite specific studies for a a certain role and and uh, yeah to kind of stick at it and and look look higher up and look look beyond that especially you know with a company that grows as well you you've been with Pucketer for almost a third of its life you must have seen fantastic growth and new roles appear and new product categories um you know you, you have to stick with it definitely um I can't I can't describe to our new staff when they come in how the our trade shows used to look when I first started. <laughs> it's very very funny if we ever manage to find an old photo and mm. um, you're like, okay, l- look You've at come far. Yes, very far. Because <laughs> you're you're huge and purple now. Uh, you have giant trade show stands, don't you? Really, yes, really big. Very big. Very very hard to sell. Mm very tiring but always fun it's fun to go and it's really nice to see the products it's often one of the first times that you see a lot of all the samples all together right so it's fun yeah yeah i mean it's it's a real real kind of fun uh, environment to be in it's uh, it's it's one of those amazing things that's both incredibly hard work and and kind of painful on the feet but also you know really 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 good fun i think uh, the cruelest thing that our 
trade show bookings ever done though is we we set up the Maison Objet mm. so I, I always go to that one so I go twice a year it's a beautiful show it's fantastic mm. and it's uh, you get lots of ideas it's really fun but this year they we rented a house that was right next to Disneyland Paris no <laughs> yeah and I'm obsessed with Disney, <laughs> with Disney. <laughs> and I'm not kidding you could see the castle from <gasps> like our room but something inevitably goes wrong at every single trade oh. fair. So usually on the sec- second day, you're like, we could finish this today. And you get really excited. And then always there's like a box missing. Yeah. So, at, at least one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was all geared up, ready. Like, guys, we're going to Disneyland tomorrow. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I've forgiven our trade show manager for that. Oh, so what? What did? What happened with the box? Did you had to? We had to wait all day. Yeah, and you had to go back the next day and wait all day for French deliveries Mm. to arrive. Do you know? I honestly don't think I, in my six years of uh, at Paladin, I I managed their trade shows. I don't think we had a one hundred percent hit rate once of getting all the product there. I mean, it wasn't always a missing box. Sometimes it was just. Something hadn't been packed and it should have been uh, a yeah. nightmare, nightmare, especially when it's a big hitter, you know, one of your hero products. Oh, oh so it's always, yeah, it's always your brand new stuff. Yeah. It's always, why is this entire box of brand new items yeah. or something that you have a, like you've made a bespoke display for on the stand? Mm, yeah. Oh. Well, that's the, the trials and tribulations of, of trade shows uh, there. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's the, as I said, it's the nightmares and the hard work and the joy all at once. Lauren, before we move on to talking about the the topic of the day, which of course is the gift of the year competition, um, I just wanted to um, see if you know you've you've been in the trade a long time now, so that's eight years roughly with with Pucketor, uh, Best guess. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any products that you've made that you would never put into the gift of the year? Have you? Well, I, I've seen a lot of disasters in in my time of you know ideas that um, you know just were never going to make it to fruition. I've had a few terrible ideas myself, actually, um, uh, but but then also you know some which did make it to fruition and they were still terrible ideas. You know, have you have you ever had any of those kind of things at Puckettal? Not necessarily bad ideas. It's more sometimes we think a product um, that we source is going to be really fantastic. Right, and okay. then and then you realize that actually you'd been walking for 12 hours at a trade show in, in China and were exhausted and were just getting excited by any any oh, no. small thing that you saw. <laughs> and then you get back to the UK and you're like, why why did we think that was a good idea? <laughs> so it's, it's almost like uh, drunk shopping. So you, yeah. it's, the, it's the trade show equivalent of, of going on wish.com at the end of the night and ordering a girdle for yourself or something. And, uh... Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we have some horrors that you bring up sometimes in meetings and you're like, don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's got to be difficult because you probably put, you're almost putting yourself on the line a little bit there. It's like, this is, this is the product, this is the one and it's just some bubble-blowing, spinny thing that you've been hawked in a, in a Chinese market. A hundred percent. But it does pay off if you really have a conviction and then it does sell well. Like we had once had this fantastic like iridescent 3D unicorn head mug. Wow. And I was like, this is brilliant. We need this. And everybody thought I'd gone crazy. And then it sold well. Yeah. 
it was in the it was in the top sellers for ages so um i was as, as you can see i'm still being smug about it so. yeah well you know you have every right to be and you know it's you have to uh th- those things i'm sure it's a joy to to remind people of as often as possible <laughs> Well, onto products that uh, that you would enter into the gift of the year. So, as we said earlier, Relaxies won Hot Novelty twenty twenty. Have you had previous victories that you can you can recall with the gift of the year? No, we've only entered once before, and that was a very long time ago. Actually. Really? Yeah. Really? So it was a long time ago that you last entered. You you entered in twenty twenty this year slash last year, and and you, you've won. So you're going full force this year, are you again? Yes, this year we've decided on three entries excellent stuff can you can you tell us about them or have any of them under embargo or anything or, or, or can you No, i can uh, i can certainly tell great um, we're just currently debating on which categories to enter them in so oh, oh maybe i can hope, help yeah so hopefully <laughs> by the end of the week we will have entered that we have so to begin with we've got these led bottles right so um we've been really focusing on uh trying to get products that are helping towards the reusable side of things. Yeah. Um, obviously, everybody's talking about single-use plastics and how bad they are. Thank goodness. So, yeah. Well, when Zac Efron's talking about it, everyone listens. Oh, I love that show. That's, <laughs> so a, that's a great show. I binged it in like two days. It's such a happy show. Yeah, I think I did the exact same. <laughs> that's um, Down to Earth. I think it's on Netflix, isn't it? Yes. Uh, yeah, Down to Earth. Go and give it a watch. Well worth it. So good. You're on the sustainability hype as well. Brilliant. Tell me more about these bottles then. Okay, so it's obviously reusable and it has a temperature gauge in the top. So it has a little LED display and you just press it down when you want to know the temperature that your drink or wow. soup i guess is it because they're more of like a tall bottle so you can you can get um almost like a thermos yeah kind of yeah okay um so it lets you know when it's at the optimum temperature for you to drink and then it also has a tea strainer in the lid wow. so you can put like your hot water in and have your tea leaves in the tops and then it'll tell you when it's ready to drink that's really clever very clever yeah i think you know there's probably a bit of a health and safety aspect there as well making sure you don't burn yourself yeah exactly Uh, i I have to confess i like my coffee at 80 degrees on the dot so yeah that's that's useful i'll be getting one of those I have to confess that I have got no idea what temperature my drinks are ever at. So I think maybe it's something that I'm supposed to start thinking about. So Yeah. Yeah, I mean I, I think it's um it's probably mainly important that you just don't burn yourself. Yes. As long as you've got that figured out. Uh <laughs> Which I do a lot, so I I obviously need one. <laughs> good. Well, there we go. Good, good. <laughs> Okay, so uh, that, that's the bottles. What's what's next? What are you entering? Okay, so next we are entering silicone watches. Mm-hmm. We've got a, a large range at the minute, and they're more of like a casual watch um, with a little LED display on. Uh, so you just give it a tap again when you want to do the time. Oh, and nice. it has the date and month on as well. Good. A- useful stuff. Useful stuff. So I guess that's kind of uh, maybe a hot novelty product. Is that the plan for, for that one? Uh, well, that's one of the categories we're thinking of, but possibly in the new tech. Uh, the tech and gadgets. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. Well, there's nothing wrong with putting uh, products into multiple categories. Last year, uh, the Squelch Wellies uh, won three separate categories and the overall Judges' Choice Award last year. So well, well worth it. Well worth it. Definitely. Yeah. I saw that at the, that, the awards they must have been very pleased mm, I, I bet they got 
drunk as skunks that night. <laughs> Fantastic news. I think that was actually just me. <laughs> <laughs> you probably joined them, tagged along. I would. I bet that was a party. We were interviewing them in, in a couple of weeks. We'll have them on the podcast, so look out for that. Um, looking I forward will to hearing do, all yeah. about that, definitely. Okay, what's the third product then this year? Okay, um, the third one is very relevant. We are entering our shaped hand sanitizers. Oh, nice. So they come with the sanitizer in and they're just little shaped silicon um, cases with the sanitizer inside and they come with a little strap so you can hang it on your bag so you don't forget them when you go out. Brilliant. Oh, nice. Yeah, there's. I think there's going to be a few kind of on-trend entries this year based around our, our kind of current requirements. Have you found that, that Puckett's kind of development plans have have skewed a bit during um you know during lockdown and covid pandemic towards more things like that whether it's ppe and and hand sanitizers or things that you can use in the home have you have you changed plans a bit yes a hundred percent well yeah you have to adapt really especially in in giftware because you've always got to stay so on trend so when something that's so like big around the globe you can't ignore it absolutely Um, so yeah, we've we've started selling face masks, which have been really top sellers for us. And we also developed a new um, pouch, which is you can put like the flat spray sanitizers inside, which we also nice. sell. Good stuff. Well, um, before I let you go, would you put a uh, if you were a betting person, which you may or may not be, I'm not making any assumptions. <laughs> which of those three products do you think has has got the best chance of of uh, performing well at the gift of the year this year? So based on customers' reactions and uh, staff reactions, I'm going to go with the LED bottles. The LED bottles, nice. Yeah, I think they, they sound great, to be honest. I'm, I, I'd, I'd have one for certain. Yeah, well, we've established I need one. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> great. Well, thank you so much, Lauren, for joining us today on the podcast and wishing you the best of luck with your gift of the year entries. Thanks for having me. And uh, I will l- listen out for your further interviews absolutely yes well lifelong fan and maybe we can have you back in uh, in a year to uh, to discuss your next uh, your next entries and how everything's gone for you uh, yeah that sounds nice and hopefully to discuss uh, maybe a 2021 win <laughs> good luck with that and thank you too to the listeners for joining us today don't forget to get your gift of the year entries submitted and if your product catches our eye then you might just end up with me on the podcast For the first time this year, we've got the people's vote, which is exactly what it sounds like. Uh, The public will be the judge for that category. So get your product into that campaign through friends and family. The closing date for all entries is 27th of November. So head to giftoftheyear.co.uk to get your entries in. Next episode, I'm going to be talking to Claire Harris, who's the Managing Director of Talking Tables. Make sure you join me for that. Don't forget to follow us on our social media channels. You'll find all the links in the show notes. Thank you to the Giftware Association for supporting the podcast. Find them at ga-uk.org. And if you'd like to talk to me directly, then you can find me on Twitter at UK. Have a productive and safe week. We'll see you next episode. Bye.